Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Believe in Bingo podcast 2022 draft preview show with Solomon Wilcox and Adam Pacman Jones. And right now we say hello and welcome Cincinnati Bengals Director of Player Personnel and the 2021 NFL Executive of the Year Award winner, Duke Tobin, everyone. Duke, welcome to the show. How you doing? Good, Solly. I appreciate you having me here. Fun of course, to be on. Yeah, oh, we're ecstatic to have you. There's no doubt about it. Hey, but look, before we um, get to the preview show, I wanted to go back at least to last year. It was at this time, of course, all of Cincinnati, as you well know, they were concerned about the safety of quarterback Joe Burrow, and they wanted the Cincinnati Bengals to draft an offensive lineman. But you end up taking a talented wide receiver who ended up setting records in the National Football League in terms of what he was able to do during his rookie campaign. And we're talking about Jamar Chase. So take me inside of your thinking, because I know you wanted to do something special. You actually did it. And now it looks like a lot of general managers around the NFL could follow your same trend and take some of the talented wide receivers coming up in this year's draft class. Yeah, well, it, uh, it, it obviously turned out well for us. Um, you know, when you're picking that high, you have to turn down guys who are good players and also good fits for you and would also be good players. But you've got to you've got to come together on the guy that is the best fit for you, the guy that absolutely can elevate your team the most. Uh, there was a lot of good choices and there, there wasn't when you're that high, there should be a lot of good choices. Yeah. But it was easy for us because we felt like Jamar would elevate our team the most. And, and so that's what we what we went with. We saw, thought he was a great fit for us. And, and you know, he came in and, and proved that to be the case. That was pretty good. What's up, Duke? First, I want to say congratulations, <laughs> congratulations man. Hey, can I get one of those hats? Yeah, I got this hat from you guys. You guys gave me this hat. I just kept it in, kept it up pretty good. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, uh, first, I want to say congratulations to you, the whole organization, the Brown family. Um, I know it's exciting for me. It's being an ex-player is definitely exciting for the city. So I wanted to first tell you congratulations. But speaking on about the main topics right here, you just added three offensive linemen in the free agency. Are we looking to double down a little bit more on the O-line in the draft, or, or what you thinking? 
I don't know. We'll see. You know, we're 31st. So if you could tell me, Adam, what the first 30 are going to be, then <laughs> for you pretty easily. But uh, I don't know what's going to happen in front of us. We're, we're, we're going to be at the mercy of what goes on there. And we'll take the best guy that's that's available. It could be an offensive lineman. It could be really any position that, you know, there's going to be a guy that falls through that, that we really like, that we think hits us. Um, but, you know, we drafted three last year in the draft and then added three. And, you know, so we're feeling pretty good about that group. Doesn't mean we couldn't add one if there's one the right one. You know, everywhere I go around Cincinnati, Duke, I, I have people in coffee shops. They're asking me about – uh, the tight end position, because everyone here in Cincinnati, they love C.J. Uzama. He goes yeah. over to the New York Jets in free agency, uh, and you signed a, a really good player in Hayden Hurst, a former first-round pick out of South Carolina. Even the top two tight ends that um, a lot of people look at um, in the National Football League, Travis Kelsey, a former third-round pick, George Kittle, a former fifth-round pick. What does that say about the tight end position uh, when it comes to drafting at that position? You can find some really good players, great value um, in some of those middle rounds. What's your take on that? You can. You can. And, and each tight end is a little different. Some some guys block a little better. Some guys run a little faster. Some guys have, have better hands. Some guys have a feel for zone. Some guys are good with the ball after the catch. So you, you get a lot of different flavors. And, and so you want to find one that fits exactly what you're going to do. Um, and, and, you know, CJ was a great example. You know, we, we drafted him, developed him. And nobody likes to see him go. He was a, he was a great player and a great locker room guy for us. Yeah. So we'll all be sad when we walk into the locker room and he's not there because he meant an awful lot to us. But that's just the NFL. And so uh, we move on. And we, with Hayden, we, we think we've got a guy that uh, – He's kind of been covered up as a receiver because he's always had a guy ahead of him that, that yeah. you know, especially the last couple of years, that's kind of the main guy. He's going to get a chance to be the main receiving tight end here. And, you know, we think his skill set fits what, what Joe's looking for and, and what our offense needs. And, and so we'll see how it goes. But we're excited to, to get to work with him. Yeah. Duke, it seems like every year is like the wide receivers are so deep. Um, can you tell me why 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 is it so deep in the wide receiver draft? I don't know. Maybe Adam, there's no DBs, so nobody ever gets covered <laughs> in college football, huh? You know, so, so every That's right. every wideout looks good because because nobody yeah. covered. Nobody can cover them. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't know. Everybody grows up maybe wanting to be a wide receiver and score mm -hmm. touchdowns and be Julio and AJ and. And uh, Jamar and Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. I mean, maybe that's, uh, you know, who, who the young players look up to. I don't know. Um, you know, it's always been a position where the numbers are high. Yeah. Sometimes the very top of the draft isn't as high, you know, year over year. But the numbers are always high. Uh, teams are using three, four of these guys, mm -hmm. you know, sometime, sometimes five. And, and so there's, there's just a lot of opportunity for them. You know, I, I remember growing up in California uh, at that time, probably California was one of the few states that had seven on seven leagues where we played in the spring, we played in the summer. Now it's pervasive all around the country. You have these seven on seven leagues and receivers are catching the ball. Um, they're throwing the ball, as you well know, at the at the youth level, high school level. You used to go to Oklahoma, Texas. Nobody threw the ball. It was all option football. Now yeah. everyone's throwing the ball. And so these players, these young receivers and quarterbacks, they're throwing the ball and understanding and learning the passing game so much earlier. And I think they're sending 
the college ranks are sending us some wide receivers, I think, are are just ready to play when they get here. I got to ask you this um, because it's got to feel comforting to you that you get to go into this draft and you don't even have to worry about shopping the quarterbacks, do you? <laughs> um, you know, we're going to evaluate them just because just because we like to know about them. You know, okay. and if we have to play against them, we want to know as much as we can. But uh, we're going to try to rank them. We're going to try to predict. You know, where yeah. they well, will go. But it's nice to have one. You know, it's it, it's nice to have one at the level we got one. Which you got a really top. good one, Duke. You got a you yeah. pat yourself on the back, Duke. You did. <laughs> hey, boy, you bringing them in. I'm talking about you bringing them in that's playing at a high level too. And I've yeah. been trying to explain to people how hard that is to play at a high level when you you're that young. You know what I mean? To catch up with the speed of the game. And yeah. when me and um, Solomon first started, we was was talking about Chase dropping a couple couple balls. Um, and we was like, yo, he haven't played football in a year. When the speed of the game slows down for him, he's going to be a problem because he's always open. Yeah, he's um, he's got a rare combination, Adam, and you know this, of, of strength and speed and power. You know, there's, there's fast guys without power and strength, and sometimes there's strong, powerful guys without speed. And then you get guys like Jamar who's got, who's got it all. So um, – you know, we weren't concerned with the hands. We had done enough work on him to know that uh, yeah. that uh, he's not he's not a guy with confidence problems or hand <laughs> problem. And, uh, so that was that was a little funny and comical as it was bubbling up early in camp. Yeah. But but uh, I don't think they'll be talking about that this camp. Well, well, Adam and I never shied away from him. There was no doubt about it. We saw too much of him at LSU and knew exactly what kind of special player he was. Hey, when it comes to defensive needs going into the 2022 season, um, and I'm looking at you, I guess it's maybe fair to say you can never have enough edge rushers and you can never have enough cover cornerbacks like Adam Pac-Man Jones, right? There's no doubt. There's no doubt you needed you need as many athletic cover guys as you can get. And uh, you just got to keep stacking them. A lot of times, you know, you, you get injuries out there, especially if you get the physical ones that show up against the run and you get hamstrings and you get things that, uh, that you have to work through. And and so you can't ever have enough of that. And, and I'll tell you what, you know, the interior pass rush is becoming, you know, we faced it in the playoffs. Yeah. And you got to have some interior pass rush and, you know, whether, whether it was, whether it was, uh, you know, Chris Jones or Aaron Donald or, you know, uh, you know, Jefferson, and, I mean, those, those guys were, were giving us issues. So, so you, yeah, you want the edge, but you want interior pass rush and you want guys that can, can man up and, 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 you know, the wideouts are problems in this league. Maybe not all at the level of our guys, but yeah. they're all somewhat of a problem. That's right. Speaking of that, uh, Deshaun Watson is now a, uh, uh, in Cleveland, does that yeah. how how we're building the edge guys and the corner guys? Does he does him being in the conference play any effect to the way you're looking at the prototype of guys that you're looking for? Yeah, you know we 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 are well aware that when you face athletic quarterbacks, that you got to have athletic guys chasing them, yeah. and you know we've been dealing with that with uh, with uh, Lamar, you know, for for a while now, and there's. And, and you've got to match athleticism with athleticism. And, you know, I, I think we've got a pretty good group on the D line. Doesn't mean we can't add to it. You know, I think Joseph Fosai would have really played a big part for us this year if he hadn't gotten hurt. So I'm, I'm counting on him coming back and really being a good piece for us going forward. 
and, uh, and then, you know, obviously our starting unit, you know, played pretty darn well, and we were able to uh, to to get BJ Hill back, which was which was good because he was really coming on. So, you know, we feel pretty good about it. I I don't know, you know, Baker Mayfield's played as well against us as That's any right. quarterback <laughs> could play. So, I, I don't I, I don't know what to think of it to be honest with you because he always played against us pretty darn well. That's right. And Deshaun Watson, man, we watched him in Houston. I, Man, I just sat on the edge of my chair. This guy is a dynamic player. And so um, the Battle of Ohio is back. There's no doubt about it. Hey, dude, yeah. um, describe for us where you think the best depth is or where um, by position group where the most depth is in this year's draft class. It's um, it, it's really hard. You know, it depends on who you take. You know, there's names at every spot. But, uh, you know, I, I think there are guys – it might not be top loaded. It might not be as dynamic at the very top of the draft and, and maybe in the quarterback area where you've got the identified top, top guys. But the draft is really, really good. You know, in the second, third and fourth round, there'll be guys. I, I think there's, you know, probably the, you know, the, the position that has maybe the most uh, uh, higher level guys would be defensive end, maybe. You know, yeah. I, I, I see I see some rushers in this draft. Mm-hmm. I, I also see a pretty good group of offensive linemen. Yeah. You know, there's always wide outs uh, every every year. That's right. I, I, the DB group is solid. You know, I don't think this draft is necessarily the greatest, d- deepest draft ever, but it's certainly a good draft, and, yeah. you know, representative draft. And there'll be a lot of opportunities for us. That's great. That's great. I found it. Finally, finally, at the end of the 2020 draft, when it's concluded, the Bengals would have what? Answer that for me, Duke. Gotten better. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You know, that, that's, uh, if you're not improving, you're going backwards. And, uh, and we're trying to improve in free agency. We're going to try to improve in the draft. Uh, you know, the Bengals would have gotten deeper. You know, we're, we're, we've got we feel good about our 22 starters, not that mm-hmm. there can't be a challenge to one of their positions by by some young guy. Um, but we feel good about them. But we do have some work to do to fill in uh, to get guys behind them that, that can come on, take over eventually uh, as we go forward. So uh, there's there's definitely work to do. So we got to get better. We see we got to get deeper and, and hopefully we'll be able to do that in the draft. Hey, Duke, uh, I got to tell you, when we launched the Believe in Bingo podcast last summer, you guys weren't even well through uh, preseason. When Adam Pacman Jones said it right here, he says, I love the kicker. He fell in love with Evan <laughs> McPherson, even, even before he helped you win the game week one. And now he's salivating over what you guys might do in the special team. So he he wanted to uh, ask you one more question in that area. Go ahead, Adam. All right. Yeah, was, Adam, uh, come back and return punts. You want to do that? That's right. <laughs> oh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I have to get back out there and try to. But I know if if you and I ride or die with the Bengals, uh, me and Solomon do, and we was talking about how good we do in special teams when we get guys either speaking of McPherson and the kicker or we get later guys that's returners that are really good athletes, but they return the ball. I. Yeah. I want to ask you personally, um, do you think we can steal somebody in these later rounds that can be effective in the return game? Because we can get somebody think, that can get us five, nine yards, a carry, eight yards a carry, you know. Woo, 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 woo. 
I think, um, you know, I, I think it's something we're going to look at, Adam, if, if that's the best player available. And uh, it's hard to just be that. you got to still carry a position and, and have a role outside of that. But uh, if, if there's a guy that, that can change the game for us in that area, we're going we're gonna to take him and let him change the game for us, you know. Uh, I just uh, don't know if he'll be left over for us and what other business we'd have taken care of already. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's on our mind. It, it, it's always on our mind. And Darren loves his cover guys, too, you know, the guys – the guys that can cover on kickoff and punt. And uh, so, you know, we're always on the lookout. Yeah, we have to give Darren Simmons a lot of credit. One of the great special teams coaches in the National Football League. And Duke, you're one of the great personnel guys too, man. Well-deserving of that NFL Executive um, of the Year Award. We greatly appreciate you. We thank you for just taking some time to join us on the Believe in Bengal podcast, okay? I appreciate it. It's fun, guys, anytime. All right, we'll catch up to you again. All right, we'll be back with more on the Believe in Bingo podcast. This is the 2022 draft preview show. We'll be back with more. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Go to betonline.ag today. Use the promo code BELIEVE and get 50% off your first deposit. So whatever your first deposit is at betonline.ag, and you could bet on anything. Futures for MLB. NBA playoffs is right around the corner. Actually, it's here. It's upon us. Playing games start tonight. So go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get 50% off your first deposit. Thanks for joining us. We outcha. We love you. Fans out there, drag both feet about, swing on a full counter, rip that puck, hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they free. Hit your free throws because they are free. Hook them. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.